and uh, welcome to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast. And also, uh, this episode is going to be on video, so we're going to see it on LinkedIn. Um, it's going to be on the YouTube channel, um, Facebook, all that sort of stuff. Um, today, I want to have a little chat about first aid and your first aid requirements. And, you know, first aid is there to make sure that you've got the right things in place, the right arrangements in place, if things go wrong and and people on the site need to, need some help need some support um you want to you, you want to you know be making sure that you've got you've got the adequate resources there so that that people can get some immediate treatment um but also you want to have a process in place to actually get the professionals there as quickly as possible you know so making sure that you've uh, you know you've got good emergency arrangements i think the, the two go hand in hand you know the first aid requirements and your emergency arrangements go uh, go hand in hand anyway i've got um i've got really really short sharp points for you to to consider and the first thing is 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 based around risk assessment so so you want to be doing a risk assessment of your workplace of your environment to make sure that you got you get the right level of support and and the sort of things that you want to be thinking about is, is, is really looking at where are you. If you're if you're a remote site, if you're a long way away from a from a town centre, uh, from you know from getting the emergency services there quickly, then you may need to put a little bit more in place. The the people that you have in place may need to be slightly more competent to uh, to to manage a situation. If you're if you're slap bang in the middle of a you know of a city um, or a town, and the emergency services are going to be there really quickly. Then, then, then you can use that as well to your advantage, and uh, you know, and, and and maybe not have to have quite as robust um, training for the uh, for the individuals that are in the uh, that are in the business. Um, <clears throat> you know, so that moves on to the next point, which is making sure that people have got adequate training. So once you've once you've identified who, who you know who it is that's uh, that's going to step up to the plate, and and that can sometimes be the issue. That can sometimes be the problem. Actually, getting. Uh, Getting people to volunteer to to become first aiders, um, it's uh, you know it's not something that's compulsory. You can't press gang people into being a first aider, and really, you want somebody there who who wants to do it because because when you, they are called upon, you know it, it can be pretty horrible, and um, you know, and so you want somebody there that's that's going to be comfortable with facing the, the situation. Uh, you know, should it uh, should it arise. Want to give them the right training. There's been a lot of changes in training over over recent years. It used to be a it used to be a three day uh, uh, course every three years, but but now there's appointed person one day courses. I, I think the thing is 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 about you know once you've once you've decided the right level of of training for the individual, then you want to uh, you want to make sure that they that they maintain their competence. And so you know so having regular refresher training is is a good idea. Um, so some, can, that might be something you want to consider every every year for a, a one day appointed person. There might be some other some other skills that they that they want to have as well. You may, as a business, decide that something like a uh, defibrillator may be appropriate. And so again, um, you know, it'd be worthwhile having some training that's relevant to that. Although nowadays the uh, the machines are very clever and uh, and they actually talk you through um, what you need to do if uh, you know if somebody has got into difficulties and needs to uh, needs to be. Um, you know, uh, their heart restarted. Um, you want to um, possibly provide a suitable room, a suitable area that the that the that the first aider can treat an individual. Um, so, getting them out of the uh, out of the workplace, out of the operational area, um, into a room that is uh, that is comfortable, that's quiet, 
Um, you know, just really sometimes it's just about keeping the individual, you know, warm and calm whilst uh, whilst you wait for the, the emergency services to turn up. Um, but it does want to be clean. You know, the room that you put people into, you know, wants to be uh, wants to be clean and tidy. So again, in uh, in office environments, that's fairly straightforward. But once you get to to, to environments that are a little bit more uh, a little bit more out outdoor, you know, some quarry environments, um, construction sites, things like that, it can become a lot harder to uh, to sort of keep those environments uh, uh, clear, clean, you know, and suitable for the uh, you know for the for receiving the injured person should that uh, happen. What you also want to do um, is make sure there's um, there's the right first aid provisions um, around the site. And, and what I like to say really is if, if you're going to train somebody up to become a first aider, then also give them responsibility to look after a first aid box. Um, and so you're going to want to, to be notified, so um, have a process in place that people can notify you if they use items out of the, uh, out of the first aid box, but also a check-in process. So the, the first aider maybe on a monthly basis, just goes and has a look inside the uh, box to make sure that the uh, provisions are, are, are there, are up to date. You know, some, some stuff can does run out. Um, so, so again, making sure that's kept up to date uh, is, is important. Um, you want to provide all your employees with, uh, with the right information. So, so it's very, very clear, well, who are the first aiders on, on site? Um, I've seen some sites, you know, use simple ideas. Uh, if you're on a construction site, give the uh, give the first aid a, a different color hard hat. Um, that can work. That can work nicely. But but just having the information up on the uh, up on the site notice board is uh, is, is probably the, the minimum you want to do. Um, but also the, the contact details. So you know, if there's a if they've got a call sign for a radio, or maybe even if they've got a mobile phone number, um, that information goes uh, goes alongside so that they can be contacted. Um, quickly if 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 they need, if they need to um, you also want to make sure that the arrangements that you put into place are are in place for all the shifts that are going on so um, and also you've got to think be thinking about things like holiday cover as well you know so so they're, they're going to probably need to be more than one person who is, is going to be trained up to cover the different shifts and to cover to cover when uh, when that individual goes away on uh, goes away on holiday. So you know, just uh, just recapping, really, you know, do a um, you know, do a good quality risk assessment. Train the individuals up um, to the, to the right standard. Make sure you've got suitable facilities to treat injured people. Have good quality first aid uh, provisions in place. Notify the people exactly what the 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 procedures are, what the systems are, how to get hold of the uh, how to get hold of the individual, um, and make sure that those arrangements are in place throughout the uh, working shifts that you have on your on your site. Hey, that's um that's all we want to say uh, for now. Oh, um, one one additional bit, you know, IMG we provide uh, training for uh, for first aid um, for uh, for appointed people, the full first aid at work courses, um, you know, emergency first aid um, and uh, mental health first aid as well. So um, you know, if you do need some help or you do need some support, then uh, then please give us a call. Cheers now. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Interest in Health and Safety podcast. You can follow and engage on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching the Interesting Health and Safety Community or go to www.influentialmg.com. And remember, let's make health and safety as important as everything else we do in business.